This is iFanboy Special Edition, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Rich city stunner, big dog move militant. Cold as the winter, but my chick like the summer get. Hello, limoncello, it's gonna take me to the summit. Mellow with the steeds, and you know how I'm coming. I just cop the pee of the finest. I'm on an all green diet, politicking with suppliers on a PJ with a wow. Oh, I thought it was allowed. Can a player blow it down? Love, I promise it's some loud. Through the smoke clouds, Dicky dropping gems, and I stay away from clowns. And I'm really him. I'm Hello, welcome to my fanboy special edition Black Panther Wakanda Forever. My name is Connor Kilpatrick, and I am here with Josh Flanagan. Hey there. And our old co host and pal, Paul Montgomery. That's me. And we're here to talk about Black Panther Wakanda Forever. There'll be spoilers. Here's your official spoiler warning. This is the latest Marvel Studios film, Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is the sequel to the incredibly popular Black Panther, Oscar nominated for Best Picture Black Panther film. Ryan Coogler is back as writer-director, and uh, he wrote the screenplay, co-wrote it with Joe Robert Cole, and it stars um, basically everybody from the original film, except, of course, minus uh, Chadwick Boseman, sadly, and we're going to get to all that. But we have returned to Wakanda. I feel, I mean, it's so funny. After years and years of all, it felt like it was a Marvel movie every three months. I couldn't even remember the last Marvel movie I was in when I saw this. Uh, it was Thor. It was Thor. You're right. I'd yeah. forgotten about it. So I just, that movie came and went out of my brain. It's because uh, it was replaced by the, the wonderful, prestigious Black Adam. <laughs> the most important. There's been this whole thing in my family about going to see Black Adam. And it was like, every once in a while, Elizabeth like, hey, should we go see that? And all of us are like, no. <laughs> like, actually, your kids might really like that one. <laughs> they're, not, they're not interested, though. I know, but it's, it's, it's probably more up their alley than this was. So, um, Let's just dive in. There's a lot to talk about. We don't have a ton of time, so let's do it. Let's just jump into. I think the, let's start in a sort of a general discussion. I am. I'm, I'm really actually really excited to talk to you guys about this. First of all, I like talking to you guys about anything really, but uh, I really want to. I want to. I want to figure out my feelings on the movie okay. through this conversation mm. because I came out of it of two minds. Um, number one. Ryan Coogler is an incredible director. I think I've seen I've seen uh-huh. all but one of his films. And they were and terrific. He's a, he's got a he's got a wonderful eye. He stages action really in an interesting way. He's a good writer. Great and use I think of this Michael is a really B. Jordan. Well, what's that? Great use of Michael B. Jordan in all yeah. the films. And he's like that's like his De Niro, right? He's like yeah. that's his Fruit De Niro Station. Good shit. Uh, I thought this was a really well made film. Mm-hmm. It wasn't fun. <laughs> that's correct like I thought I was impressed by a lot of it I was like wow that was really good I thought like a lot of the filmmaking techniques were strong his use of silence was really strong but <laughs> it wasn't a crowd pleaser at all like my crowd yeah. was and I, I had a good crowd I went, I went on Thursday night it, like 5 o'clock it was mostly full and I don't think they made any noise except for maybe one or two moments at all, they laughed a couple times at some of the jokes, but for the most part, there was not a there, were there was jokes. no moment in this film to cheer. Bring bring Winston Duke back with the carrot. Come on, Winston Duke was the only part anybody laughed at anything he said. But it's great. I felt like there was no moment of catharsis for the audience. There was no moment for to cheer. There was nothing. Well, to it's really the very get... yeah. The very end is the catharsis. Right. What I'm saying yes. is there was no like action moment where the Wakandans defeat the enemy and everyone cheers. You know, it was there was no moment in the film. Everyone pretty much just watched it silently. It felt a little like a two-hour funeral. funeral. Mm. 
That's what I thought. And I brought my eight-year-old to it, and he never wants to go to movies. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, that's a long <laughs> and film. And Josh, actually, for... I spent a lot of time thinking about, about you and your son. Yeah. <laughs> because I knew you were bringing I knew you were bringing him, and I was like, oh, God, what does Henry think about this movie? Well, it was not nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be, but like, he's not interested in superhero movies at all. But he'd actually, when he was four, he went to go see the first Black Panther with me, and he really liked it. And actually, he's for a kid with ADHD who can't sit still for 10 seconds, uh, he actually did really well. And at one point, I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And he was like, but I want to see what happens. And I was oh. like, oh, wow, I'm really proud of that. Um, but I was like, don't worry, it will be perfectly clear uh, <laughs> because they're showing you everything. I, I mean, my main thought was is very similar to what Connor had said, is that, um, I, and I don't know if this, I feel like this could be subjective, but it was, it was a almost nearly three-hour in-memoriam picture, and it yep. felt like they had to be so reverent of Chadwick Boseman that they couldn't make a fun movie. Yeah. Because that they felt they weren't giving him enough praise and respect. And I understand that, but it isn't a hell of a lot of fun to watch. And it's a Black Panther Marvel movie, which is the point and the purpose of it. And so I found that that was, was lacking. It, it wasn't... And even the... And, and there's a perfectly good narrative and societal reason to have it end the way it did with the sort of detente that happens between Atlantis or whatever it is they called it and Wakanda. And I know what they were going for thematically... But it stretches the boundaries of what I think the purpose of these movies are supposed to be. And I, I feel really shitty for saying that. But like, if I want to go see a movie about these sort of heavy things, I don't need it to be a Marvel movie. I would see an adult grown-up movie. At least that's how I felt when I was sitting there. And, and you can... Go ahead, go ahead. And the last point, though, is just like, regardless of all that, you make those choices, and that's, those are all valid, and you can get away with it. But either way, it needed an enormous tightening up of script and editing because there was just too much there that did not move quickly that we just we wa- it was we were wallowing yeah it was, it was two hours and 40 minutes and yeah it could have been tightened paul what do you think so also I, overall i think for for me i think that's overstating how morose it was um by a, by a little bit but um otherwise i i i agree that it needed to be tightened or it needed to be two movies. Um, I don't know like if may- two movies. Maybe introduce or like introduce uh, Namor. Yes, we're pronouncing it Namor now. Um, no, we're not. Okay. No, we're not. Namor. We were pronoun- so uh, maybe introduce Namor somewhere else because like it that and the this you know memorial for T'Challa uh, and for Chadwick both. Um, is a lot yeah. uh, for one movie. And um, so I felt that it was just biting off a little bit more than it could chew, really. Um, so I, I ended up being a bit disappointed with it um, because I, I think the- The first one's fir- so great. Yeah, the first one's really great. Uh-huh. Um, that Also, I would say the, um, and I know you try to avoid uh, trailers when you can, the first trailer or the teaser trailer that came out for this, I thought was really strong. Um, and I had been a bit down on the past couple of, like this phase of Marvel movies. Yeah, it's not um, I felt like the great. scripts were just this, like structurally just kind of all like messy as like, I can pull fun sequences and performances from those movies, but overall, I feel like just the scripts for those movies were not, you know, up to snuff. And 
when I saw the teaser for this, I was like, oh, thank, thank goodness, you know, Ryan Coogler's back with something, you know, really, really smart and really um, something to say. And I'm very curious as to how they respond to this very difficult situation that they're in, um, well, having to continue this huge franchise without the keystone to it. And, and I think that if, if you want to look at the idea of, like, why is it like this and why... Uh, did it feel like this was too big? Like, you know, they were handed a gigantic shit sandwich. And I, and I don't mean to that to be flippant about Bozeman, but like if you're a filmmaker and you have to make a Marvel superhero movie or whatever, and this thing happens, and it's not just a Marvel superhero movie because it has a greater weight than that. It yeah. was a phenomena uh, among, you know, black people and non-white people and African-Americans and 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 white folks, but but you know it was a thing that had never happened before. One point four billion dollars worldwide. It was more than the sum of its parts. And then they had the heart ripped out of it. Then they had to like push this thing along into to being something else. And there's like no right answer. There's like I feel like it was Herculean to yeah, even I mean, have to make this movie. So they're they're put in a as Josh just said a really bad spot because not only for all things Josh just said, but also like. It's their friend, you know, like, so yes. it's, it's not I like get, they, this is their, it's not like he died right before making the first Black Panther and they didn't, you know, it's like they've already gone through it with him and he has some sort of mystical aura around him clearly because mm-hmm. the audience I was in basically collectively gasped when they flashed his face on screen in the, towards the end. Like he, he, I loved him. I thought he was a great actor. Obviously. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he, he, but he wasn't in like, he didn't, he wasn't around for like 20 years. Like he was relatively, he came and went very quickly, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And whatever that aura he had really affects, like seems like everyone he meets, the, there's the entire cast clearly was affected by this. However, yeah. from a business point of view, I don't know how smart it is to, attach all these characters to a single actor it, I, again i think you're right but in this instance like in most movies i think you could replace somebody but you couldn't replace him and i think that, that and i understand that i'm just saying yeah. things even his brother chadwick's brother said they should have recast him like he said he didn't think that he would have wanted black panther to die with him that, that yeah. kids kids need his character around or at least you know young boys or whatever but, but it's also so soon and with the continuity of these movies it's something different it's not just you know it's you're talking about a Marvel Cinematic it's, Universe now that doesn't yeah, have it's, it's, Tony it's Stark on... and Steve Rogers and T'Challa in it anymore. You know, it's like, and I'm not, not just Shadrach. I mean, like, I, I was, I disagreed with killing off all those characters. Like, these characters need to live, mm-hmm. but, uh, and breathe. You can't, what, what's going to happen in 20 years? We're going to have an Avengers team that's got D-Man and Dr. Druid and Squirrel Girl on it because all the other Man, actors will those stop sound like some, Those sound like some great 80s comics, and I feel like you're complaining about it, but I'm not. <laughs> um, anyway, that's, it's just, it was tough. They, they were in a no-win situation, so they had to make a film that was a tribute to him, but the problem is, it, it, sort of for me, it sort of weighed down the entire thing. Now, the first, seven, seven, the first 30 minutes or so might have been my favorite part of the movie. I think Angela Bassett's yeah, Ram- Ram- Ramonda was terrific. And if you told me she was the new Black Panther, I would have believed it. <laughs> she's like, terrific. She re- she's a really powerful performance. She had that presence... She had the 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 focus and the drive, and you couldn't take your eyes off her on screen. Like she, she owned the first part of that movie. And I had just watched the last season of ER, and I find her insufferable in that. So that's probably my problem. <laughs> <laughs> there is a thing in this movie with um, baggage that some of the actors have 
coming into it that also makes this kind of difficult. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's just as Paul said, there's so much. You, they introduced Riri Williams, who is the designer of the device that helps find vibranium, which now we find out exists outside of just Wakanda. There's also some in the ocean, which the not Atlanteans use for their technology. They're called the uh, Tacon. No, that's a that's a that's a truck. Uh, not the Tacoma. Talokan is the city, right? And I believe the people are called Talokanil. Right. That was a unfortunate. Um, I don't, I, we'll, we'll get to Namor. I think Namor's going to have a whole, whole separate thing. But it just felt like I kept waiting for a moment to really have my heart soar. And it felt like even during the big battle sequences between the Wakandans and the not Atlanteans, it was never really exciting. It was not always Lanteans. sort of. The not Atlanteans. It was always sort of just kind of a downer. And there was I, never. I had, and, and honestly, the big moment of triumph should have been the new Black Panther, and I don't think it worked at all. I, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy her as Black... I don't buy Shuri as Black Panther. I thought I thought they were setting up Nakia, his ex, to be Black Panther, because she had the presence also. Lupita Nyong'o. Or, um, yeah, or Angela Bassett. They, they both have a lot. They both were, would have been more convincing as a new Black Panther than Shuri. She just doesn't come off as as having... First of all, just Letitia Wright's extremely thin, and so her in the fight scenes with Namor was just like, even though I know she's got powers now, but it just looked silly, kind of. It's and, sort of like she she becomes Black Panther out of a process of elimination because she's right. literally the last person. And I realize right, it's it a be. it's a it's a hereditarial line situation. Right. Yeah, but also like these, but it just didn't make it didn't it didn't work for me as Black. She didn't work. If for you me think about either. her in the first movie. Um, she was great. She had she had swagger and she was excited and she was making new things and she and like this one because everything had to be sad she had to be sad the whole time and then her other thing was on top of sad it was the same affliction that is happening in all Mar- Marvel comics now which is am I good enough to do this I don't really want to mm-hmm. do this I'm angry like it there you're right it wasn't trying it was just tons of struggling think about mo- the like, first film like and the swagger theme. that. Black yeah. Panther had like he would walk around. Right. He would walk through oh, that yeah, casino yeah. scene where he was basically like Black yeah. James Bond. Like, but she had, he had it. He had too, a swagger in to her him. way, and she had it that first movie. She doesn't have it right. anymore. And so, like this whole movie was, what are we going to do without Chadwick Boseman? Everybody. That was every character's point of view. That was the movie's point of view. That was a filmmaker's point of view. That was a script's point of view. And I feel like the movie can't be the question to that. It has to be the answer to that. So yes, Lupita Nyong'o, who uh, is amazing. Uh, when she's on screen, I'm like, put her on more. Um, yeah. or, or Okoye, like, definitely me? You know, she could have done, like, there's all sorts of things. That, or you could have had, like, I'm such, I'm such a jerk now, I'm writing the movie. But, like, the League of Black Panthers, you give everybody a fucking suit. All the main characters get a suit. You get M'Baku out there with his big M'Baku. fucking suit. And, like, <laughs> just, like, have, like, a team of Black Panthers, the family, whatever. But I think you're right. Like, she didn't have it. Uh, and you, you didn't want her to. It wasn't... It, it, I don't know. I, I maybe they needed to. It's the schedule. Like they needed to take more time and develop it instead of. But I can't, again, I can't blame them for working out their feelings no, for no. the movie. But I'm not blaming anyone day, here. I think. No, I think I, Ryan, exactly. I think, I think Ryan Cooler did the best he possibly could. You know, they had to rewrite the whole thing. And, yeah, I mean, the, right. The, the, he had a draft before mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman passed away, and so it actually there is stuff in here that was from before. And they just and they had to rework it. And there's just there's so many moving pieces that it it just yeah think, it, does, it doesn't uh, feel tight. 
I think Riri Williams is great, and I think that she got the short shrift. Yeah. I agree, short shrift, um, because Dominic inter- Thorne was she was terrific. I thought. She's a great introduction, yeah. and then once yeah. they get abducted, she's just she becomes a cipher, which I, I kind of felt was a thing with um, America Chavez in the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Um, there's there, like it's a it's a it's a great performer, but then like the script just doesn't have room for them. Yeah. Just because, like, can you believe what's happening? Like, once the fighting got started, she had her suit and it was everything, and she was just like one of the other people. She was a supporting right. hand. She was Falcon, and, and she took her suit away. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. she can start over again in her own. <laughs> right. She's getting a show, right? That's the yeah, whole. She she has a show. Yeah. yeah so like, I can't she, let they can start from that. scratch again on the show. It's just so like, there's there's a point where the weight of the structure is maybe too much for these movies where. They had their, their, you know, in the beginning they were all connected, but they were all sort of on their own. Now they're all doing quadruple duty of trying to tell a story, also trying to set up four shows and a sequel. And like, there's so much they have to do now. And it like, it's too much. Talking about obligation. um, I was comparing notes on the movie with my buddy, Brian, and he points out that, you know, after the first movie, there's probably a contract in place that Martin Freeman has to be in the second one. Right. So they have to come up with something for him. And every time they go back to America, I was like, why are we, what, what are we doing here? He why do- is awesome and needed to not be in this at all. Yeah. Anything that involved him and, and Elaine. Yeah. And I love them both as yeah, actors. Yeah, they're great. But like, they don't belong in this movie. No, it was like, and here's some stuff from the TV shows. Right. We're not at a TV show. We're in a movie. You don't. You're need right, it. Paul. That's that's a, that's a good 20 minutes we yes. can lose right there. Is cut all the CIA stuff out. It doesn't. It doesn't affect anything that happens in the rest of the plot, really. No. It can. It, you can cut it easily, and you know, it just doesn't. It didn't ground it in any way. It didn't make it. They've they've lost something again by removing Shield. From the equation because of internal politics they lost a connective tissue in the universe which used to be what shield did and now they keep trying to replace it with is it damage control so it's like what is it or cia is it, CIA is it nsa or, what yeah and they just they've lost they keep and they try to replace it with these other agencies and it doesn't work and it's just when when did julie louis drive has become the boss there i feel like i missed a thing like she showed up at the end of Falcon Winter Soldier, and now in this, she's like in charge of maybe Shield. I think that's new here. Yeah, she was Uh-oh. in. Yeah, they, they never told us what her role was before. She was the shadowy government age person. She was in uh, B- Black Widow, and she was in Falcon and Winter Soldier. But she never. We never said what she did, and I thought it was going to be some sort of new and her Shield. First situation. appearance was supposed to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but then Black Widow came out. F- no, the other or, way around. No, it was the other way. Yeah, it's the other yeah. way around. Yeah. Okay. They've never said what she was until this point, and it was kind right. of kind right. of a oh, okay. letdown. It's like, oh, she's just the head of the CIA. That's boring. Um, and I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm being very hard because, I, again, I think there was a lot of artistry, and I think that some of the scenes were really powerful. But as a whole, it just was. It was. I just, just think these actors the, deserve a better movie. It's like, weighted I, down I, by the sort of the, the the emotion of it, which was a two and a, two hour and forty minute downer. Um, let's talk about Namor. Yeah. Well, I thought we wanted to turn things around. <laughs> I like I, I like how his power is depicted. Hundred percent. That was I thought my, his yes. fight scenes in the air were awesome. Yeah, it was it like was a bit where they thing. there was yeah. a bit where they weren't talking about anything, 
and you could kind of fuzz your eyes out and he's flying around and like upright. And I was like, oh, that's how he would fly. And, yeah. and I was like, I'm looking at Namor. <laughs> and I got really excited. But I did spend most of the movie... I mean, I, I, I understand why you would want to try to find some sort of historical precedent or something to put around it. You would want to make this movie into some kind of... I don't know, add weight to Namor in a way that, you know, maybe Atlantis on its own wouldn't. I don't know why. Or maybe because they did it in the Aquaman movie. Yeah, All sorts of right. Right. It's, Whatever. There's a couple of things. Yeah, it's if sure. you want to distance it from the Aquaman thing that is doing Atlantis. And then yeah. also you could tie it in with Wakanda and it, you know. But, um, but it is still another one of those like taking the bits of a character and and making the Mar the MCU character out of him and therefore throwing away most of the things that I really loved about that character in the comic books for years. And so I was so excited to see the character that, you know, you could see him fly around and he looked cool. But other than that, he was pretty unrecognizable. And also, even though at the end there was some sort of, like I said, detente that happened, he was pretty unforgivable through the whole thing. And so there, you don't, I didn't get anti-hero. I got like, you know, angry revolutionary bad guy, you know, who's pretty uh, irredeemable. Yeah, this you guy's not going to seduce Stu Storm. You can't right. kill the mom and walk away unscathed from that. Right. Like, they just yeah. sort of let it go that he killed the queen. Uh, I, I was just, first of all, I was just glad that, that he lived because usually they mm -hmm. kill off the character, the bad guy at the end, and they realize what a huge mistake they made in the next movie. And so, yeah, there I was, was a moment there. I was like, uh, I was oh. fully expecting him to die, but um, it, uh, Marvel has such a great staple of overconfident, bloviating villains slash antiheroes, mm -hmm. and for some reason, they don't want to show that in the films. And now I realize that Kang is going to be a huge disappointment. Yeah, because and, and for years Kang, I've been saying they need to do Doom and Namor, and and I'm like, oh, they should never do Doom. Don't do it. Just don't. <laughs> Kang and Doom and Namor, part of their fun is that they are scenery chewing and third person, first person talking. You know, like third right. person talk. Like they are so over the top in their own confidence in themselves, and that's always their downfall. And they just, for whatever reason, swagger with smugness. This, they just take up. They, they don't want to show that in the movie. They don't want to put that in the movies. And it. You get that with Doctor Strange. Right, but they don't want to he's, do he's it with an asshole. Guy. Yeah, but he's a good guy. Right. And I just, I could just tell that that's not going to be Kang, and that's like half the fun of Kang. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm hopeful because I really like Jonathan Majors. But no, he's great. But they like even the bit they sh they briefly saw him in the Ant Man trailer. I was like, oh, he's soft spoken. Oh fuck. But. Yeah, you want to see him standing. Oh, you want to see all these guys there standing with their chest stuck out. And their fist okay. up in the air. Okay. Right, or, or on their hips, just like, ah! You know, and uh, yeah, you're right. It's a really good point. And, you know, I've been I've been waiting for Namor. And, and like, if this, char this character wasn't bad. Like, it, it was all it was all done well, but I was like, it's not Namor, though. I realized I have trouble envisioning what the ideal Namor performance is. Like in live action, you know what I mean? Like I, I could see it in like an animated thing, like being very over the top. But like in a in a live action film where you aren't acting like like a Broadway show, like it's 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 difficult like... for me to picture. But it was also difficult for me to picture in the beginning, Thor. Right. And yeah, then we got I mean, that's a good example. We ended up getting a really great characterization, but 
Um, I think it's similar, like like you'd want to take a, a similar tone to some of the stuff maybe you've seen in like Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter movies or something. Like there's a there's a real world that's lived in, but you can have some fun with it. These mm-hmm. guys are Patton, you know. Yes, these guys are George C. Scott, who is the he is so unbelievably confident in his own abilities that he cannot see past them, and that's the Achilles' heel for all these characters. Mm-hmm. Not that it was for Patton, but I'm just saying that's what in the Marvel world. And they, for some reason, tone everyone down. They take everyone's dial and they turn it down. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was successful, though. But they, To a they, point, then he was not. True. <laughs> they, they turn everyone's dial down. Neymar should be at 11. And I'm not saying yeah. he needs to be overacting. He just needs to be super, supremely confident in himself. And, and, in, and in that case, he doesn't fit in this movie. And that's right. fine. But there's a lot of villains. Yeah. That, that exists that, that maybe fit better. It was like, well, we got to use Neymar. Let's put him over here and see what happens. And that, that you know, that, that old script trick, you know, put two people in a room and see what happens kind of works. But it just... It just I, mean, uh, I like that he looked... I like the look of him. Yeah. I was, I I was, I was constantly distracted by his nose. Nose thing? Nose yeah, thing. Yeah. But that, that's, because it was so dark at some points oh, and murky. Oh, that was the other part. That I was I like, is that a nose thing or is that a shadow? I couldn't... I, does he have a mole? Like, I couldn't I, tell what it was for a while. And then it's like, oh, it's a nose thing. I couldn't see the first third of the movie. I, I was like, I don't know if there's something wrong with my theater, because it was a shitty theater. But it was so dark. It was like Transformers dark for a that long time. That might have been time. just your theater. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was only, it was only the underwater stuff that was murky for me. But yes. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, everything else was fine. It, it was just, I, it, when you saw him, I was like, does he have a mole next to his no- nostril? Is that a shadow? It, oh, he's got a nose stud. Like, oh, okay. But um, he looked fine. You know, he's not like the... They make the, the ankle wings work. They made the ankle <laughs> wings work. He had almost a flat top. He, the thing, Namor, is, for me, is all about hard lines. Like He is like pointy-featured and, and long and lithe, and that's fine. It's not the comic version. So this is slightly different. Tentena Corta was good. Uh, they, you know, they tied him into the Mayans. So this sort of brings, which was lacking in the Marvel Universe, was any kind of Latino presence. So right. this was... A way to bring that culture in. They could they could have still been Atlanteans, but I understand why they wanted to distance themselves from from. Aquaman. I thought it was interesting. I, I I don't I I wish there didn't have to be a the info dump flashback. Uh, we I wish there was a, a more. We didn't need you it. No, they're just people I, living under the water. Just be a little bit more mysterious about it. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. Um, I don't know. It was it's tough because. Uh, yeah, I mean. You're, uh, it's tough. There's so many ingredients that I think we like, but it's just the way they come together it doesn't come together. Um, I uh, so I'm curious. Um, go like when they first introduce reintroduce Nakia when they go to Haiti. I that's where I sort of figure out. Oh, that there's a kid we don't know about. Oh, really? Okay. Wow. Something just popped from us. So it was like they had to take her off the table, but why? And I was like, oh, maybe this. And then, so we get the mid credits reveal, and um, that that hits differently after watching the first season of uh, House of Dragons. Um, not that I think Shuri is going to go out and try to kill T'Challa well, that, Jr. That also but, <laughs> kind of undermined her as Black Panther too, right? Right, because yeah. And it, it may have been that it was ruined in the trailer, but the moment she lands in the battle in the suit, no reaction from the crowd, zero response. But the introduction of T'Challa's kid, T'Challa, the, the second, 
the, that was the only time the crowd cheered. And it's like, this crowd has already moved past Shuri and wants this kid to suit up. Like that's, that's, that was the reaction that my crowd had. And yeah, she already was sort of a lackluster black Panther. And now you've already got the audience going. So when's the kid going to show? And so that she's already now undercut. It was a very bizarre way they did it. I just think it, it was such like a, uh, an after, almost like an afterthought in terms of the script itself, her decision to become, become yeah. Black Panther. Like, it doesn't feel like a moment. It just feels like, oh, we're doing this because that's what has to happen. And I Not, think it's because they had no time to, because they yeah. had all this other stuff going on. There was no time to focus on her emotional journey and to be taking over her brother. It was just like, I guess I'm, I'm the guy now. Taking, taking a page from, from Josh, I'm going to be a dick, and this is what I would do. I would Thank end you. the movie with the declaration of war. You do the sort of Empire Strikes Back ending where it's, you know, bleak. And just, I mean, just oh, if, it, if it's going to be morose and bleak, own it. And then have the, the triumph in the third film where you, you can actually have a whole film to focus on what should be a huge war, but is in this film, it only ends up being two skirmishes. Yeah. But the thing is, the basis of the war was stupid. Right. It was. It was, it was... Help me or... Help me I'll, or I'll beat you up. Beat you up. <laughs> I mean, really, that's what it was. And it was <laughs> like... Help me against, help me stop them from looking for... And it should be awesome. They have they're, they're battle whales. They, they have, have vibranium too. They were just buses in this movie, my friend. They were not battle whales. It should yeah. have been... The fight between the Atlant- not Atlanteans and the Wakandans should have been like any of the other Wakandan battles we've seen. Giant, mm-hmm. you know. No, no. In Black well, Panther and in Avengers, like these giant Endgame. open warfare situation with Wakandan technology no. and not Atlantean technology going at it. Instead, it was like a small battle and then a small battle on top of a ship and Namor Connor, fighting what they did Black Panther. Is they take all the Wakandans and they put them on a weird shaped boat. And they stay on that boat. <laughs> and then the whole time, people climb up the sides, and we knock those guys down, but they keep it's climbing a, yeah, up. it feels so small. Like, at least make it, like, three boats. <laughs> Something. Jesus. Not just one. But they couldn't, also, do, they couldn't do a big battle in a field again, because... No, they could. They do them in hallways. But the thing is, what, they, <laughs> what the Wakandans, who are supposed to be geniuses, decided to do was, hey, these fish people want to kill us. Let's go in the water. Let's go on the water. What? That's insane. Yeah, it was tough. I mean, it was it was tough. There was so much wonderful imagery. I loved the sight of Namor fly, you know, hovering outside of the thing before he kills mm-hmm. Ramonda. I I, I like the, some of the silent stuff they did with the the Atlanteans, not Atlanteans, yes. climbing up and attacking. Like was cool. Yeah, that, I think that, he stayed sort of like horror really vibe well. of attacking the ship at night and ha- and just seeing those heads bobbing in the water. Yeah. Like that's really spooky. And then have like the idea of like the siren call drawing the. Uh, the sailors out. That was creepy. Onto the water. It's, yeah. It was it's creepy, creepy but it didn't pay off. No, they it, did it once. It they did it again, and there was no purpose. And it was too big of a. Well, it was. Yeah, thing. it was like it was because they tried to do it again in uh, Wakanda, but then the, they go over the comms and like, you know, put your uh, plugs in. Plug Still your ears. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> so it's. Don't look up. Stop listening. And then the like. The stuff with the, the the beat with Shuri and and Riri like in the lab and like we could use a de or a humidifier, mm-hmm. a dehumidifier I guess and like in yeah. the ship and like we'll dry them out. I'm like Sun that's lamps. not 
that doesn't i mean like yes that's a solution but it doesn't feel like they're like they should have a much more complicated like yeah, sophisticated landed, solution they landed on the shore of an island i was like the water's right there <laughs> He's he could jump probably. He even cut one of his ankles wings off. But he's really close. And I was like, maybe it's very salty water. I don't know. And like he was like, all right, I'm fighting. Oh shit, I'm getting real tired. And he falls down a foot before the water. Come on. It was. Uh, I feel bad pointing these things out about right. it because I think yeah. that they were they were tasked with the Herculean task, and I I think it was too many forces pulling in too many directions and at the end what they got was a thing that was very heavy and wasn't that fun yeah it, it, that's why that's why i said in the beginning it, it's almost like to honor him would have would have been to recast the role and, <sighs> and they celebrate celebrate t'challa a character that clearly meant a lot to him mm-hmm. and to the world and to all the little kids that dressed up as black panther instead of taking him off the board just do what it, they did with Dumbledore. Yeah, you got to replace him with a different person. They should. They should have had, and then you could have had a real, you know, as a, as a way of celebrating Chadwick Boseman and celebrate the character that that he he brought to the world that everyone mm-hmm. loved. Like, do that instead of mm-hmm. spending two hours and forty minutes in essentially a funeral, um, where everyone was sad the entire time, and we were sad, and the audience was sad, and no one was happy. And I was I, I just thinking about three quarters of the through, I was like, this is not fun. These are supposed to be fun. They don't all have to be the same tone and same fun, but like at some point, transition to fun. I'm not saying everyone needs to be laughing transition and jokes, to fun. but there should be a or, moment of triumph. That triumph, yeah. something, something to look up. Yeah, every, every everyone was burdened. It was all burdened. Like I can't. Can you imagine seeing this again? That's the thing. I was thinking. I was like, maybe if I saw it again, I'm like, no, I don't think if I, I don't think if I saw it again, I would enjoy it more because there's I, less pressure on it. Like that, that, that is true of some movies, but with this one, I just, I don't think. I wonder. I do wonder if there were some people who culturally, this is important for them to go through this process of mourning via maybe. cinema, and and I, I, I will give that to folks if it you know that's I, can res- what- I, I absolutely respect that and i and i respect that ryan coogler was so close to this that sure it would be unthinkable to recast it you know what yep. i'm gonna do what you guys did now it's my turn to re- rewrite the movie okay and they this this would have been impossible because they made the, the 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 deadly marvel mistake but if you don't kill off killmonger right then then his character is redeemed by Stepping up and saving Wakanda as the new Black Panther, right? And then you have Michael B. Jordan as the new Black Panther. But unfortunately, he, they did the dumb thing where they kill, they constantly kill the villain off, and they killed him off, and it wasn't able to do that. But that remi- sort of is staring them in the face as what they could have done if he hadn't killed him off. Remind me, did he do anything that was completely irredeemable in the first movie? Did he um, kill anybody? He had irredeemable plans. I mean, <laughs> that's not the same. He was sending like he off ships the to go. I mean, he, he killed people, but he didn't. He destroyed the flowers. He didn't like right. kill any. He killed Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, I mean, he didn't kill like the queen. He was like his uncle, did. right? Or like, right. yeah. He he didn't do anything out of the realm of any character that's been redeemed in film, other films. And, and also, anything. Well, I think the bi- I think the big thing was um, he, uh, he he killed the uh, his girlfriend. Right. right. Okay. Doesn't work. They could have made it work. Just like straight up cold blood murder. Right. 
they could have made it work. We've, we've had cold up, cold-blooded murderers redeemed in films before. To, like, to, to be fair, his name is Killmonger. Right, right. I mean, it's 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 real difficult. Right from the it's not even just killer. It's Killmonger. He's Killmonger. <laughs> um, you know, the audience liked him when he showed up. That was a gasp. For well, the I audience. Mean, <laughs> the the other, I mean, the other thing is he's consistently ranked very high on lists of like best MCU villains. And to redeem him, I almost like don't want to take his villainy away from him. Yeah, well, but how, how, how many especially since did, he did has Loki such kill. Loki killed a lot of people. Yeah, right. a it's lot true. of people, especially in the first Avengers movie. And but now he's also, basically if, a sidekick. If you're gonna have a show, if you're gonna have a fully fledged superhero universe, you can have a little of everything. You can have redeemed villains. You can have antiheroes. You can. Yeah. You can do that, you know. That being the case, I guess you we do, do have more. redeemed villains. I don't. I think Killmonger. It's th- there's a compelling. I think there's a compelling case to be made that I. I, I think his death really. It's it's one where. I. Think, it makes sense. It, it's just the fact that there's su- such a glut of them. Like, I, I think uh, with him, I don't think you could make him the new king, but I think it would have been cool to keep him around. Right. And have him like you know if he'd been in this like you want to go see him in the jail cell and well or like yeah or like you know like they bring him out and there's an advisory period it's it's you know he's suicide squad something you know where he's there and he's now working for the good guys you know but he you know but it's it's edgy. I mean it's a moot point because he's dead but I think yeah, that would I mean, have been the thing make him for a me. guy you go see in the ancestor realm like mm-hmm. and well, he actually the, gives advice like he gives yeah. counsel no he did he, he told her to kill everybody. Right, but I'm saying like you could you could make that an ongoing, recurring thing where it's a little more nuanced than that. And that 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 also that conversation kind of went nowhere either because right they well it just drove her it it, like you you, it made her less likable (laughs) right it was like she's angry like but the thing is I I get it like all those choices make sense from a certain perspective that I think that this movie had. But also just I think that there's a part of like the black American experience where that's a very real thing about it that they're trying to talk to and not just American necessarily. Yeah. And there's a lot of anger in there and it, it it's valid. Super well, I'm not, I'm not saying the anger's not valid. I, I, well, no, what I I'm saying is that Shuri, Shuri was one of everyone's favorite character in the original movie and I right. she didn't do anything in this movie that made, it, made you really like think she was awesome. Well, it's like... You can you can understand her anger and her frustration and the fact that she's like, I don't want to talk about this mysticism stuff. I'm a scientist. Like, mm-hmm. I can get behind that. But the thing is, in the back of my mind, I know that that's not the answer the movie wants to come to. But then she and goes... We have to, so we have to go through a thing where she, like, learns acceptance. And that's... I just want to get to the acceptance part. I don't. But she goes through the mysticism part and it fucks her up further. Right. Because she talks to Killmonger... And he's like, you should totally give in to your anger and just kill everybody. And after that, she's all aggro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. I was really excited for this. I, I just keep coming back. It wasn't a bad movie. Like, I've been to these movies. Like, this wasn't Black Adam. Oh, it wasn't Eternals. You know, it wasn't Eternals. No. It's just a movie that was... As far as I know, Eternals is still going on. Creaking under the weight of a lot of things that they couldn't help. Well, like, for example, uh, all the things that we're talking about here as uh, weaknesses uh, uh, in that way, they are at least based on real thoughts. Right. 
and and things that have weight and and there's choices that lead to the way that you feel watching this whereas with like eternals you're like this is not doing anything like right, it was it was pointless and that's so to Rank Googler again he's yeah. he's a very thoughtful yes. smart filmmaker who uh has yeah, made there's, really there's interesting swings movies. that some of them missed and yeah but even the miss at least here swings it is is because of probably irreconcilable situational factors that you can't can't control like i i don't i don't know it would have been a monumental feat to make this the sort of successful thing that i think maybe we were hoping for hmm. you because know? you know everyone involved in the movie wanted to honor chadwick yeah. and and i get it it's like if josh died um the next show after he died it would would be you know we'd, obviously we'd celebrate for a little while right but we wouldn't take a week off. We wouldn't even take a week off. You'd put the show out. Yeah. That's what Josh would have wanted. That's what Josh would have wanted. <laughs> I wouldn't. And then we're not making a lot of shut it all down. at all. That's, it was such a horrible thing. Uh, such a great actor. Great human being, well. Yeah, that was, that was I've a heard of it. gut punch. Just because nobody knew what was going on. And, you know. He did a lot. He packed a lot in in a short time. He was a star, but mm-hmm. and, it's, and it shows you how powerful he was as a star. Like he he became one of the most popular characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and his film made over a billion dollars. And how do you fill that hole? They tried. They've tried. What I'm saying is they haven't filled the hole. And I mean, you 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 couldn't take your eyes off of him as Black Panther in any of those movies. I mean, other movies, was, but either way, there was a. You know, in terms of, like he was the only guy we had left too, right? Going into this phase in the movies, where they he had the gravitas and the swagger and the cool, and you know, you know, all the first wave people are gone, and now he's gone, and and now it's a bunch of TV shows, which isn't bad, but there's not a that god presence that that you know that that really one person who sort of could be the Avengers leader. Yeah, I mean, when he comes in in Endgame, like, he doesn't have, like, a bunch of dialogue or anything. It's just its presence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm talking about by tying these characters so tightly to these actors. Yeah. It's tough because you're starting to lose the characters themselves that are the presence as well. You know, people love T'Challa as a character. And, you know, because of Chadwick, but also, you could find, you can get another actor. I mean, they they recast uh, Rhodey. It's only that one because they they didn't like the the guy, and the Hulk, the Hulk, because they didn't like the guy. Right, uh, but it's not it's not a death though. It's and it's it's not a and they weren't you know beloved the way we're talking about, and so it. uh, it, But eventually they're going to have to do something because you're going to run out of characters who can lead these things. Well, the other thing is this: is that. Marvel movies were somewhat composed of what seems to be one of the last generations of movie stars. And we don't have movie stars in the same way. We've mm. famous people. We have famous people. We don't I call like, Chris Evans a movie star. He became one. Yeah, because of Captain yeah, America. You know what? You're right. You're no, you're right about that. But there were enough of them. Uh or at least at least they could they could play at being a movie star. I don't know. I mean they can't open any other kind of movie, but I mean it's just They've been very good about casting, and they've been, they've been almost all correct. But yes. you can't 
what what they should have done honestly is after an end game was the moment to, to sort of soft reboot the universe with let's rethink this we can't have every character play played by only one actor because they're eventually we're gonna all the main characters are gonna we're gonna run out of mm-hmm. and they didn't so seem do, to go, do that you go the multiverse route and have i don't know i mean i don't get paid I'm, like i'm Kevin glad Fanny i don't is, have but, to solve that problem <laughs> I mean, the James Bond route, where it's just sort of like we're telling a new story and we can keep changing the actors out. But like, eventually, I mean, that's what Spider-Man is. That's in ten like, years, you either have to have rebooted the entire thing, or you're down to the dregs. Yeah, character-wise. Well, I, th- I think the multiverse thing would be a that would be a way to bring in uh, Michael B. Jordan as like a different version of Killmonger. Who could then be the Black Panther of this universe or something? Like, I don't know. I just it's just an overall feeling. It's not. I mean, we don't need to solve this on the show, right. but just I just worry that keeping these them all tied to this character or acting to a character is, is trouble down the line. It's not trouble down the line. It's trouble now. Yeah, I think it's trouble now. It's become trouble now. I mean, who's the head? Of, who's the leader of the Avengers now? I don't even know who's on the Avengers now. Right, you're doing another Avengers movie though. Just from the people who exist, who's the leader? Bucky, Falcon, Captain Marvel. They'll, could do it, but they apparently will say she's Falcon, not. But Falcon doesn't have. He doesn't have. You know, Captain Marvel could do it, but she's not into it anymore. Right? Know, she's Am too I quirky. About that? The character's too quirky. They made her like this weird. Yeah, she doesn't have the. She doesn't have the stuff. Photon. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's trouble. Yeah, it's trouble. It was T'Challa. Now he's gone too, and. Cl- it's Clint Barton. It, now. It's Wong. It's Wong. It's Wong. It's Wong. The Wong, ver- Wong, Wong rules. It's tough. It's tough. I, it's. It, I didn't feel good. Like I off movie didn't. Feel, I didn't feel like. Oh man, that was terrible. But I didn't feel like. Oh, that was awesome. It was just like. Ugh, that was. Yeah, it was just like man. Bummer. <laughs> I haven't felt awesome since I got out of. Uh, I, Doctor Strange made me feel awesome. Yeah. Mad, yeah you love Doctor Strange. And I did not like the first one. So, or I didn't care about it. Uh, I felt awesome just, walking out of Spider Man. I didn't walk out of Spider-Man. Yeah. I saw it on TV because I, I was... At, we just right. we, uh, Our whole family just watched it today. No Way Home. Because my wife has a big Andrew Garfield thing, and I was like... It was you know. COVID. That's why I didn't see it in theater. So I just, Toby right. Maguire looks great in that movie. I, all, I can't even think of him as an actor anymore. I just think that's a sociopath. I can't. That's all I think. <laughs> Lindsay, was like, screen, Lindsay, Lindsay was like, did he get canceled? I was like, kind of before that, I think he's just an asshole. I think people just stopped working with him, or he decided to do real estate development and gambling. No, he's he's in the new he's in the new Babylon film. He's okay. he's still working. All right. Well, he hadn't for a while, or at least not in the same. Elijah way. Wood's kind of creepy. All right, all right. <laughs> These guys be a Marvel. better, better he's lawyers. He's in the NFTs though. So, so the, it's tough to. I mean, it's tough to rate this movie. Um, you got to go on its merit. So, yeah. did it, I mean, this is how I would approach it. Like, what was it trying to accomplish? Did yeah, it accomplish that? And, and and was it? Yeah, but also, was it enjoyable? Like, did you? you are you going to see it again? What if, if somebody else asked you, should I go see this? Oh man, I mean, that's well, that's 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 basically what we're doing on this show. Yeah, so, I know. I'm just I'm saying it out loud for myself so I can try to come it, up. With the something. first movie was a five. I remember Paul and I. I think Ryan reviewed that film. And I think we all gave it fives across the board. Mm-hmm. That's the first one. Time, so I have no idea. <laughs> if the first but movie it was, was a five, this I think it. I, actually, I think it's even better now. <laughs> and back then, it was a five. If it was a five back then, five out of five, I would say this movie 
is a three. Three. Yeah, I was earlier today. I was thinking three. It's a three stars movie. It's not a bad movie. It's just a sad movie. It was and it was weighted down like great it's, performances it's, across the board. You could have cut twenty minutes out. You could have cut. You should have cut more than that. Cut the cut the CIA entirely. Riri didn't need to be in the movie. Didn't bring it. I mean, she was great. She was terrific. Yep. But I'm she like, needs her own thing. I'm excited for her show now. Show. But like, she didn't bring anything really to the film. Well, well. Also, they could have just they had her, they could have introduced her. They could have had a cameo. They didn't need to tell her whole fucking origin. Right, which they're just right. going to do again. Right. Uh, and Namor yeah. is what he is. Are, pe- are people going to get mad at us about this one? I don't know. But they've gotten mad at us before, and they'll get mad at us again. I I don't even know when they do normally. I was just curious. People who love the movie will get mad, but the thing is, like, we're not here, like, dancing on it in this grave. We're just... No. It's tough. It's tough. I wanted to go and have fun, and it was a sad thing, which is totally understandable, but is that what this should be? I mean, I know people Mm -hmm. who hated this movie. I know people who love this movie. I know people who, like us, didn't... were disappointed by the movie, because it was a situation that they you know found themselves in that was unfortunate yeah it's a bummer i don't think you could i don't like i don't it'd be hard to hate the movie no i didn't didn't hate it i'm saying i know someone no i know i'm saying like it'd be hard to justify i hated this because it's like well geez they were doing the best they could (laughs) i think with what they had you know and had to make choices i don't know all right. So that's any final thoughts like on if Black- we did, Like if we, if we did headlines, we wouldn't say Imperious Wreck. Oh, oh, that was such a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is he even saying that? It was like, oh, I almost forgot. Imperious Rex. Got to put that in there <laughs> <Right>. somewhere. <laughs> for, for, for no. Like I was, I was like, wait, was there any context for that at all? That's no. Latin. None. Yeah. Ugh. It would have been better with no context to say it in a warlike fashion in the middle of one of the battles as opposed to sort of muttering it as he's passing out on the beach. Yeah, like there's a there's the bit in the throne room where he's like calling them to, you know, rallying them. like Which was cool. Thing. I would say that that, that character, though, isn't going to use Latin, period. Yeah. It's not the thing. And it, it's tough because it's almost the same problem Aquaman have is, is it's kind of silly under the water. All the things you have to ignore in comics, like how are they talking? Uh huh. You can't ignore it in live action, but they did. But I, the whole time I'm like, how are they talking? It's like Aquaman is campy. And it's not super campy. Also, it's but all murky. It's enough, Everything right. under the water is murky. Yeah, he's like, I've brought the sun to my people, and I was like, it's bring a bigger not sun. Really, it's kind of <laughs> get more than one. Yeah. <laughs> you need a like, key I'm sun. About, you need a fill like, where sun. Are these, where are these people getting their vitamins? Like, I, <laughs> hey, why were the Atlanteans blue outside, but not blue in the water. Uh, mm. Did I get that wrong? Did I? Did I? Because I was like, "Well, wait, why are those people not blue?" I thought Namor was the only one who wasn't blue. But then someone was like, "Hey, Atuma," I was like, "Wait, that dude was definitely blue in Cambridge." Oh, you know, you know, you know what else they never explained? No, why they didn't survive? Why none of them died when they got stabbed to the chest? <laughs> That is that is the thing that I actually love in action movies when someone gets stabbed fatally and then some shit happens and they're fine. Well, like that was the, the whole old... thing. She was like, "Oh my god, they survived!" And I thought I was waiting for an explanation as to why mm-hmm. uh, Okoye could could impale them and they would they would basically heal and like they never said anything. They just never they just moved on past that. Like the only thing I got is that they're they're used to living 
like super pressurized underwater. Well, that's the that's the explanation for why like people like Aquaman are strong. But right, you cut off his hand, it doesn't grow back. Right, like they just they never said like oh well under you know on, on the surface level we can't be killed you know mm-hmm. they just sort of glossed over the fact that they, and it wouldn't have been a big deal if they hadn't made it a big deal. Yeah, like exactly. oh my god, they I stabbed them and they didn't. Why do they have die? a suit for people to go under? They did have. A why suit. do they have? Why do they have rooms that don't have water in them? Because otherwise, it just. But looks... I mean, why do they have the dive suit to send? Like, because they never intended for anyone to go down there. Right. So why did they make one for just in case? Just in case. It was pretty. It was. It was like they made it in the forties. <laughs> it's yeah. big and huge. I don't also, know. I, if if Neymar comes back, mm-hmm. he's not going to be able to fly anymore. He had one of his ankles. I right. assume that'll grow back. Sh- it shouldn't. It's not how birds work, or fish, or they, people. They all survived being stabbed through the heart. Uh huh. I don't know. He just will. Fly, he'll just fly crooked. I think he should have had better slang since he was from the 1500s. Like you should have had weird phrases that are like, "What are you talking?" Like, oh, that's something yeah. they used to say back in the 1780s. It's true. You could have had more fish jokes. Even Mbaku was the only one who was like, "Fish man." I was like, yep. "Everyone should make fun of those fish people more." Mbaku was the only one having fun in this movie. And Absolutely. that's why the audience loved him. And then when he actually did have something serious to say, like you're like, oh, he really is thinking about this stuff, and you liked him more. The, well, that he, always works is the juxtaposition of serious and humor. That always mm-hmm. gives each the, each one more weight when you're juxtaposing it. And the mm-hmm. only one they gave any humor to was Mbaku. He was all yeah. He was the, he was one of the only people who I wanted to watch. All right, this was a tough one. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> so it's a bummer, but much better film than Black Adam. Go to... I don't even know what we rated that movie, Paul. <laughs> JSA... I mean, JSA. Black Adam had the JSA stuff, and that was fun in those moments. That's true. That's true. All right. That cameo that's in it, that's really fun. Not that cameo, that cameo. <laughs> what? The funny cameo in the beginning oh. on the phone, not the cameo at the end right. that everybody knew was coming. Right, right, right. Okay. So, ifanboy.com. That's where you can find the weekly Pick of the Week show where Josh and I, and sometimes special guests, Paul occasionally comes on again, talk about the week's comics. We also have tons of special edition shows like this one where we tend to review the films uh, of the day. There's been there's been more of them now that the Hollywood has started back up again. We also, Paul and I, review the animated films with our buddy Ryan. We do booksplodes and talksplodes and the interview shows and graphic novel review shows, respectively, or actually reverse that. And... There's a lot going on at fanboy.com. All the shows are there. We thank everyone who listened. Uh, just, you know, save your emails. We didn't hate the movie. We just were disappointed. And and, t- and we don't know what to do with that. And until next time, I'm Connor. I'm Paul. And I'm Josh. Thank you. Every other day, a different city, different time zone. I'll think about money, it's got my mind strong. Solitary's brighter than a rhinestone. Legendary status, talk of five stars. Stop the friends on my way to Wakanda Living this life and this life wasn't promising Take my advice and stay far away from drama Big dog, it come with a price, yeah